Welcome to He That Hath Ears, Listen Podcast. My name is Dave Krupa, a Christian and student of the Bible. Each episode, I will share lessons I learned from God's Word to help on the Christian journey in everyday life. Thanks for spending some time exploring the Bible with me today. Now, let's listen. So after browsing the top stories on today's headlines, here are a couple questions that should have great importance for us today. First question is, how do you get ahead in today's world without selling your soul to the world? Second question, can I influence the world without permitting the world to influence me? The Word of God is His instruction book for us, and thus we can find the answers to any of life's questions if we take the time to study. The Bible is filled with accounts of many godly men and women who are worthy of our imitation. One such person is Daniel, a man who obtained preeminence and power in his lifetime. The basis of our study will be based around Daniel chapter 1 verses 8 through 21 and Daniel chapter 6 verses 1 through 10. Daniel started out preeminent among the children of Israel as we see in Daniel chapter 1 verses 3 to 6. He then gained preeminence among the wise men of Babylon as we see in Daniel chapter 1 verses 17 through 20. He was given power over all of Babylon, as we see in Daniel chapter 2, verses 48 through 49, and chapter 5, 29. He received similar power over the Medo-Persian Empire in Daniel chapter 6. How was Daniel able to reach these positions of power and influence without compromising his position as a godly man? a person who was following God's laws and commandments. A close look at the book of Daniel reveals his secret and shows us how we too can be successful in today's world without selling our souls. First, we notice that even as a young teenager, Daniel was a man of purpose He had a conviction. Daniel chapter 1 verse 8 starts out, But Daniel made up his mind that he would not defile himself with the king's choice food or with the wine which he drank. So he sought permission from the commander of the official that he might not defile himself. A young boy in a strange land, Daniel was immediately faced with a challenge to violate God's law by eating the king's food. Despite his youth and the obvious pressures to conform to the world, Daniel made up his mind. He purposed in his heart, as the King James Version says, to uphold the law of God, no matter the cost. Because of his willingness to put God first, God granted Daniel favor in the sight of others. Daniel 1 verse 9 
Now God granted Daniel favor and compassion in the sight of the commander of the officials. How God did this is not really explained, but it happened in the case of Joseph also if we look at Genesis chapter 39. By putting God first, God blessed Joseph in such a way that favorably impressed others. Every child of God needs to be a person of purpose. No one respects a wishy-washy person, someone with no direction in their lives. Whereas, a strong sense of purpose often breeds respect and admiration in others. What should be the purpose of the Christian? Jesus makes that very clear in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. That is, to seek the will of God and fulfill it in our lives, no matter the circumstances. As Jesus promised, this will guarantee God's favor towards us, and in turn likely gain us favor in the eyes of those around us. Will you dare to be a Daniel and be a person with a purpose like he had? No matter how young one may be, it's never too early to seek first the kingdom of God in his righteousness. Throughout his life, Daniel not only had a strong sense of purpose, but Daniel was a man of principle. He refused to compromise his convictions. Look at Daniel 1 verse 8 again. As a young man by refusing to eat the king's food or drink his wine, and even as an old man by refusing the gifts of Belshazzar, in Daniel chapter 5 verses 13 through 17, Remember the story? Belshazzar's great feast, he drinks wine from vessels of the temple. He sees a hand right on the wall and is very afraid. Daniel interprets the dream and therefore is offered great gifts, which he refused. Even under the threat of persecution by refusing to obey the decree of Darius, Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. Darius's men wanted rid of Daniel they talked the king into a decree of not worshiping any other god. Daniel refuses and is thrown into the lion's den. People admire persons of principle. Now outwardly they may ridicule them, but oftentimes inwardly they wish they had the same intestinal fortitude. And when they need someone that can be trusted, and depended upon to carry through with an assigned task? Who do you think they turn to? God also admires individuals who will stand by their principles and by their words. Turn with me to Psalms chapter 15. O Lord, who may abide in your tent? Who may dwell on your holy hill? He who walks with integrity and works righteousness and speaks truth in his heart. He does not slander with his tongue, nor does evil to his neighbor, nor takes up a reproach against his friend, in whose eyes a reprobate is despised. But who honors those who fear the Lord? He swears to his own hurt and does not change. 
He does not put out his money at interest, nor does he take a bribe against the innocent. He who does these things will never be shaken. Our society is in great need of people with principle. Those who dare to be a Daniel and demonstrate by example the value of being led by principle rather than by price. They're not only highly valued by God, but also by their fellow man. They have influence on people around them because the people around them are always watching. But having a purpose and principle is not all. Another element for true success is needed. What that element is can be seen when we observe that Daniel was a man of purity. His opponents could not find any fault. Look at Daniel chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. It seemed good to Darius to appoint 120 satraps over the kingdom, that they would be in charge of the whole kingdom, and over them three commissioners, of whom Daniel was one, that these satraps might be accountable to them, and that the king might not suffer loss. Then this Daniel began distinguishing himself among the commissioners and satraps because he possessed an extraordinary spirit, and the king planned to appoint him over the entire kingdom. Then the commissioners and satraps began trying to find a ground of accusation against Daniel in regard to government affairs, but they could find no ground of accusation or evidence of corruption inasmuch as he was faithful and no negligence or corruption was to be found in him. Daniel was faultless when it came to the management of his business affairs. This would help to explain his rise to positions of great responsibility and power. Of course, his purity in business affairs was related to his overall purpose to please God first and the fact that as a man of principle, he could be trusted. The Christian is also to maintain purity of conduct, whether young or old. Let no one look down on your youthfulness, but rather in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity, show yourself an example of those who believe. 1 Timothy 4 verse 12 Titus chapter 2 verses 6 through 8. Likewise, urge the young men to be sensible. In all things, show yourself to be an example of good deeds, with purity in doctrine, dignified, sound in speech which is beyond reproach, so that the opponent will be put to shame, having nothing bad to say about us. We are also to maintain purity of conduct whether we're slave or free. Paul told Titus, Urge bond slaves to be subject to their own masters in everything, to be well-pleasing, not argumentative, not pilfering, but showing all good faith so that they will adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in every respect. Titus chapter 2 verses 9 and 10. People who maintain purity in their dealings with others 
are often given positions of great responsibility and privilege because they can be trusted to use them wisely. Yes, Daniel was a man of purpose, principle, and purity, and how the world needs more people just like him. But the element that likely tied all these things together in such a way to receive blessings from God and favor from man is the fact that Daniel was a man of prayer. Look at Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. Now when Daniel knew that the document was signed, this would be the decree that Darius signed saying you shall not worship any other gods, he entered his house. Now in his roof chamber he had windows open towards Jerusalem. And he continued kneeling on his knees three times a day, praying and giving thanks before his God, as he had been doing previously. He knelt in prayer, a demonstration of his humility. He prayed three times daily, a demonstration of his continual dependence upon God. He gave thanks in the midst of persecution, a demonstration of his gratitude and the fact that he had not lost sight of God's blessings. His prayers were a custom since early days, most likely taught to him by his parents, demonstrating his persistence and faithfulness in his service to God. Is it not likely that his habit to pray so diligently helped him to remain a man of purpose, principle, and purity, despite his rise to power and preeminence over the empire? As Christians, we would do well to follow Daniel's example. We should learn the lesson that the finest of God's servants must maintain regular and fixed prayer habits in order to continue in our steadfast devotion to the Lord. As Christians, we too are to pray often. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 17-18 through 18. Continue in prayer and watching the same with thanksgiving. Colossians 4 verse 2 If our efforts to live purposeful, principled, and pure lives are not what they should be, could an undisciplined prayer life be the reason? Are we willing to dare to be a Daniel in regards to prayer? There is a false assumption that to get ahead in this world, one must conform to the sinful practices of the world. But even today, there are many Christians who demonstrate that when one dares to be a Daniel, they can succeed in the affairs of men without selling their souls to the world. How about you? Will you dare to be a Daniel by becoming a person of purpose, principle, purity, and prayer? Standing by a purpose true, heeding God's command, honor them the faithful few, all hail to Daniel's band. Dare to be a Daniel, 
Dare to stand alone. Dare to have a purpose firm. Dare to make it known. Many mighty men are lost, daring not to stand. Who for God had been a host by joining Daniel's band. Many giants, great and tall, stalking through the land. Headlong to the earth would fall, if met by Daniel's band. Hold the gospel banner high, on to victory grand. Satan and his host defy, and shout for Daniel's band. Thanks for listening. W. Clement Stone wrote, That which you share multiplies, that which you withhold diminishes. If you found this podcast enjoyable, share the link with someone you care about. 